welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. A big thank you to Pastor Karn and the eldership for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, Father, that you stand over your word waiting to perform it. It's not with enticing words. Paul said that he preached, but with power. And even look at the whole Nobby family. They're just excited. Just see their wee faces. Excellent. Um, just thank you so much. Thank you, folks, for this church. Look at the decorations. Look at the eldership. Look at the stewards. All the husbands and wives and the kids behind the scenes. There is so much that goes on here. I know, because with my job, we're busy. And I know how busy Carl is and stuff like this. Um, she'd fell asleep the other day in the corner of the living room, and I didn't have the heart to put her up to bed, so I just put a lampshade over her head and went on up myself. So um couldn't make it, let the place look untidy. Remember what Tanya shared. And where is Tanya? She is an absolute star. She's a diamond. And um, remember with your giving, when the farmer goes to the ground with his need, the ground shouts back, I don't want your need, I want your seed. Seed time and harvest, and this is the time, I'm telling you right now, this is the time to sow and sow and sow. God knows what we need even before we need it. Um, thank God for, like I said, wives. Just thanks God for their wives here. They speak the truth in love. Um, let's face it, if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you going to laugh at? So I put on my slim jeans today and I said, Carl, this is ridiculous. I'm a fat man in slim jeans. And she said, not from the behind. So I'm going to stand and minister like this today because Carl says I don't look fat from behind. So it's always encouraging and um, everything seems to fall apart whenever you're ministering the word, but you get an opportunity to do it. Um, There was a story, I'm going to speak today, I have the pleasure of sharing communion, but I wanted to go a wee bit deeper into it, because we as Christians get as far as the cross, but don't get any further, and that's not to take away the importance of the cross of Jesus Christ. God instituted the cross, cursed is he, it hangs on a tree. Where do we put our presents at Christmas? Work, wait a wee second here. Work with me, church. It's a family thing here. Where do we put our presents? Who supplied the gift of God? God supplied it. His son. And where did God put his present? On the tree. For us. Okay? For us. It's a gift. Jesus Christ was a gift to the whole world so that God could restore relationship with mankind. What was God's gift to himself? If Jesus was our gift, what was God's gift? Shout. He's alive. We don't need the defibrillator. Thank you, Lord. Exactly. God is love. He can't be anything else. He's love. We're going to get into communion. There's a couple of wee clips, a wee bit of information, and then we're going to celebrate communion at the end. But just to give you a wee bit more knowledge, who knows what you do not know will hurt you? Where's Kyle's an electrician? He knows the law of electricity. If he doesn't, enjoy having Kyle. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? You've got, if you do not know, it will hurt you. Right? Ryan, my first wee clip there, please, if you wouldn't mind. Covenant. We're going to enter into covenant here. 
So do you understand there's more? Our whole, the kingdom of God was released onto us. Three days, three days Jesus Christ went down to hell. Three days, and we seem to focus, but we never seem to think, what happened after the cross? After Jesus Christ, we have to focus. Hebrews 13, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Every single thing that you see in life since you have been born, and ever since we've all, anybody's been born, changes. We cannot stop change. Change is good. Everything changes. You can't stop it. But you know the one thing that will never change? God Almighty will never change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if you were paying attention, and you better get it right, because I know you all live. What was the statement I made the last time I got the privilege to share something? What is our future? Thank you, Carl, who lives with me and is my wife. Right, you are all stand behind. Our future is God's past. He's already lived it. He's already provided. He's already protected. He's already done every single thing in Christ. But we seem to, at times, seem to get no further than the cross. And that's not to take away from the cross. The cross had a purpose. But our new creation, our whole benefit of the kingdom of God, and all the blessing that comes through that covenant is based on what happened at the other side of the cross. Look at covenant. Covenant is an unbreakable agreement between two parties that have joined together as one to support, provide, protect, and defend each other. Absolutely awesome. Does anybody here have no idea what a covenant is? Marriage is a covenant. You go into legal terms, there's covenants everywhere. A blood covenant is a covenant between two people that cannot be nullified unless one dies. And as God cannot die, and we're on and going on into covenant. Next scripture there, Ram, please. Just a few wee scriptures to begin this because I don't want to keep you. We're talking here about communion here. Luke twenty-two nineteen. Then he took the bread, this is Jesus, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Who knows to live in this earth you need a body? If you don't have a body, you're not here. The word says, if you're out of body, you're in the presence of the Lord. You need a physical body. So listen to how smart God was, right? God provided healing in the cross, salvation. He needed to have healing. You needed to have healing there because if sickness got a hold of you and your body died, then you can't. You cannot be here without a body. So he had to provide healing in the atonement with Christ's sacrifice. Likewise, he took the cup after saying, this is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. There's that word again, covenant. We have the old covenant, we have the new covenant. Jesus did not put away the old covenant. He fulfilled the old covenant. But the new covenant is a better covenant. We'll discuss it in a wee second. Psalm 89, 34. Listen to this, folks. Can God lie? Sorry, I thought you just paused my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing. The word that has gone out of my lips, everything that God said is a covenant. 
every single thing that God has spoken. And I'll wrap it up. A covenant is a promise. A covenant is a promise. And if you don't know that promise, then you don't get the benefit of that covenant. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. There was a responsibility, there was an action when, when Adam sinned. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. That word eternal life means the very life of God, the very nature of God. When we take Jesus Christ, that God give us that opportunity, he needed to redeem mankind himself. So before the foundation of the world, he provided a lamb that willingly went to the cross that died for us because sin demanded, sin demanded, the law demanded a punishment, and that punishment had to be a life. The wages of sin is death. Well, and he knew that we couldn't do it. So he sent his son who willingly went to die. And that blood, listen, that blood, look at that. The blood was not spilt. If you spill something, it's by accident. But if you shed something, it's a deliberate action. So it was a deliberate action that his blood was poured out for the redemption, completely wiped out. In the Old Testament, the blood of the animals can only cover. Jesus Christ completely wiped our slate clean, not only then, but from now and forevermore, completely restoring our righteousness to stand before God Without guilt, without condemnation, we can stand before Almighty God. Without any condemnation or anything, we are right because what Christ did. And it was God, that, Father, that instituted this. It wasn't us. Some translations say it was a free gift. And I know, sort of, I don't like it in that way, a free gift. I know we don't have to do, we, we don't have to do anything, but... We can see the love, the tangible love of Father wanting to restore the, the children to himself. And the only way he could do it was through Christ. Psalm 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget, none, and forget not all his benefits. Have we even scraped the surface of the benefits of God? The benefits of what it is to be in covenant with that promise. Every promise God has given us is a benefit. Every single benefit. And we so easily can accept our salvation. And this is not condemnation to anybody here. But your healing, your prosperity, your deliverance, every single thing that God said in his promise, in his covenant, which was signed in the blood of his son, is as real to God now as it is for your salvation. But we've got to know the promise. And like I've said before, that no doesn't mean here. That no means intimate relationship. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You'll know what, you'll know what you're really made up of when the pressure's on. 
diamonds are formed under pressure and yous are all glowing. Last scripture, Hebrews 8, 6. But now he's obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. So, do you understand where we're going here? Covenant, blood covenant, the benefits of that covenant, what you don't know will hurt you. There was a story in a book a long time ago, it was probably the beginning of the last century, and this man had saved up all his money to travel from England to New York. So he'd saved up all his money to go, and as he got on the boat, he had his own wee sort of cabin to stay in, and he brought cheese and crackers. Yeah, because I think it was like two or three weeks on, on this boat. So cut a long story short, he stayed in his room, had his cheese and crackers, and every so often he would get out and have a wee walk along the deck. And as he walked along the deck, he would go past the restaurant, whatever you call it, on the boat. And uh, he would look through, sort of hesitate, look through the window and see this lavish dinner and all the food and the stomach grumbled and he went, oh, that's so much. And he just dropped his head and off he went back to his cabin and had his cheese and crackers. So hungry. And at the end of the journey, two or three weeks, I can't remember, he was getting off the boat, the liner. The captain was shaking hands, talking to everybody and said to him, we didn't see you at the uh, dinners. And the man says, well, I actually saved up all my money for the ticket, but I couldn't afford the food. So I brought cheese and crackers. And you just know what I'm going to say, don't you? And then the captain said, but all the food was involved, was included in the price. He didn't know the promise. He hadn't looked at the fine print. Everything was for him. He could have went there and banqueted it as much as he wanted, had the blessing, had the sustenance. Wow, look at that sustenance. I am spending too much time with pastor. And at the end of the day, he always makes you a better person. At the end of the day, everything he needed was included in the price. The price that God paid for our redemption, our healing, our complete salvation was in the purchase of us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. When God talked to Abraham, God counted Abraham's righteousness onto him because he believed. He believed God, and because he believed God, it was counted onto him as righteousness, right standing without guilt, inferiority before God. We believe, and therefore we speak. Faith is taking that promise that God has said with a corresponding action, because faith without works is dead. We are about to take communion. It can be so easy just to take communion. And this is the juice. So this is it. That juice, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. You can go into the Passover and what they were doing. But he's telling you to remember. Remember. How many times do we have to remember? A wee situation happened the other day in the family. And a certain person got in to the car and was talking away to me. It was all... And I had to, thinking I had to reply. The first thing, and glory be to God, the first thing that came up into my imagination was our covenant with Father. Our covenant. Because everything the person was saying was basic. It wasn't their fault. They were what they could see, what was happening. 
And that's not the ignorer. I'm a postman, I told you before. I don't ignore dogs. But at the end of the day, what happened was, was that I came home and was talking to Carl, and I says, how do we pray? What are we going to say? And like Tanya said, we could have prayed in tongues. Said, what are we going to do? And there's a story, I'm not sure, because we're times limited, about judge nothing before it's time. See, if you don't know, keep your shut, praying spurt, right? <clears throat> Within 12 hours, another person came down last night and was telling me about the situation. The situation, I can't say anything. If you didn't need to know, come and ask me afterwards. Um, the whole situation had completely, and I mean completely, returned 360 degrees to our benefit completely. This was the world saying, this situation was saying, no, no, no. And I'm going, but God's going, yes, yes, yes. And thank God, God put the Holy Spirit put a clamp over my mouth and I didn't say anything. And God completely returned, I mean completely returned that 360 degrees to our benefit and the benefit of that person. And that person at this moment in time isn't following God, but I am and my wife are and see my covenant with my God and yours. If you know it, it is to your household which is a thousand generations. If you have loved ones here that aren't saved, God loved them, and he does, but God loved them. Because see you as a covenant promise of God, child of God, and your promise that God never changes, they have not got a clue what they're doing. They can be out running amok out there. And you can stand and you can speak this thing not in hope of, I hope this happens, but you can speak this thing in hope, knowing that it's maybe not going to happen right this minute, but it's going to happen. And don't even let that limit the God in your spirit. We always think it's far in the future. It's not. God wants to do these things right away. Quick, quick, quick. He wants to do it quick, quick, quick. But it's according to our faith. And I believe, therefore, I speak. You know what I mean? It's like I asked Jonathan to move the pulpit. So I fully expected Jonathan to move the pulpit. I asked Ali to bring the gift. Where's my assistant, Chris? You all down know this is Christmas, I didn't. Gift. Right. This is just we example, right? This is a gift. This is the gift of eternal life. When Christ came, God put him on the cross. What was the blood? Was it spilt? No, it was shed. Deliberate action. It completely wiped away our sin from now and forevermore, Chris. The blood is gone. There's the blood on the mercy seat. What did he do with our body? He broke it so that we could be walk in complete health and healing, right? Broke the body. body was broken. So when we take this wine, we take this juice, we are remembering what Christ did for us. At any minute and any time you can stand before God, 
In the word it says, and I didn't even realize this, well, it says pray without ceasing. What do you think that means? Just pray, or just pray. Don't stop praying. In the Old Testament, the only time they could pray was once a year when the priest went into the temple with the offering. And that was the only time you had to give the offering to the priest because you couldn't go in. That was the only time you went into the presence of God. It's a big, long story. If you need to talk to you, we'll talk about it later. Don't have the time. That was the only time they could pray, and you had to pray through the priest. See, after Christ died, the temple, the curtain in the temple was broken. The presence of God left the temple. It was over the Ark of the Covenant. Where did the presence of God go? Shout it out, Chris. In him. The presence of God lives and abides within us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So this could cause maybe a bit of issues, folks. If he never leaves us or forsake us, and, he ne- and he, I will never leave you nor forsake you, we carry the very presence of God everywhere we go, so we don't have to step in and step out of his presence. We don't even have to ask him to come. Because see, when you come here, he comes with you. And see, when you leave here, he leaves with you. And see, when we're all together, then it's a rock concert because it's all multiplied. But it all depends on what you know. Do you know your God? Do you know your covenant? Do you know that you have right standing with God? And do you know the benefits of what Christ did at the other side of the cross? We so easily at times can maybe get into habit and get into religion. The cross was a doorway into eternal life, the very nature of God. And it brought with us all the benefits that God has us. But if you do not know the promises, if you do not know the benefits, what you do not know will hurt you. So you've got to move on through Christ who was the doorway with no guilt, no condemnation, know that I'm in right standing with God. I can know those promises. I am intimately involved with those promises like me with the issue in the family. We've done it all the time. Misery loves company. Success leaves clues. I love my reason. And at the end of the day, this remembered our covenant with God. I didn't speak, and it was completely turned around. Can you show me the picture, Ran, of the coin? You're not going to keep this much for it. Are you getting anything out of this? Is it, is it working? Well, this side is. It's understanding covenant. It's understanding us. Does anybody have a clue what that is, apart from David Livingstone? Does anybody have a clue what that is? Nearly, Dave. It's a gold Britannia. Okay? That is a gold Britannia. It is legal tender in the UK. It is, look at it, 999.9% pure gold. That is 24 karat gold. It is the purest gold you'll ever get, okay? It has a face value across the counter of 100 pounds. Who's ever seen a 100 pound note? It's a 100 pound coin. But if you went into a shop down the street, not only do we not know, I used to not know, I don't think too many people would say, no thanks, I'm not taking that. 
even though it's legal tender, it's backed up by the government. It's legal tender, it's a hundred pound coin. Okay? So is that great? If I give you one of those, would it be brilliant? Could you think of all the things you could spend on? Here's the kicker, folks, kids. Do you see the gold content of that thing? It's worth 1,400 pounds. So it has a face value of 100 pounds. But the gold content, because gold is measured in troy ounces, it is one troy ounce of pure gold. It is worth at the minute, and it's getting higher, just under 1,400 pounds. So if you didn't know, do you remember? If you don't know that you are one of God's kids with the doorway of the cross through the shed blood that was deliberately poured out, you have healing and health, prosperity, deliverance. His body was broken for you, plus all the other promises that you need to know. You, out of, our, of ignorance, if they would accept it across the counter, and they wouldn't even know, it's legal tender. You could cost yourself 1,300 pounds. 1,300 pounds. So it's what we know and what we know about Father, what we know about him and his word are inseparable. His word is him. He is his word. He does not change. He's always the same. But we have to let go and let God Everything is perspective. This world is speeding up so quickly, so, so quickly. And if you don't think it is, I think somebody was sharing, somebody I was listening to, it was a, a bumper sticker. It had, to be the, it had to be America. It said, if you're not worried, you're not paying attention. You know what I mean? The world out there is it's going ballistic. It's going ballistic, and there's no peace. Even think of that. That is another common, the peace of God that passes all understanding. Will guard your mind and hearts. You know? Pastor Joe and Pastor Hillary have lived it for years. I'm convinced if their house went on fire, they would just walk out. They might smell a wee bit of smoke. Look, John, the house is burnt down. Look, Hillary, dear, let's just. Lord's good. God is good. Stephen and Jonathan are putting out his blazer's pocket or something. It's just the peace. It's the peace of God that passes all understanding. And the only way we know this is by renewing our mind, spending time in the Word. It's an awesome time. There's so much information. There's nothing you can't watch now on your iPad, on anything. This is the time to stir yourselves up, get into the Word. You can listen, even fall asleep. Your subconscious will pick it up then too. You know, open confession is good for the soul, which Carl proved years ago wasn't biblical. Well, that's not in the Bible anyway, but it sounds really good. Um, do you know how many? Do you know how many episodes there are of Criminal Minds? Nearly four hundred. So don't get lured down that path. When you come home from a hard day's work, you sort of think, "I just want to veg for a while." Three hundred and something. Your whole life can be stolen away from you. So in a in a in a short minute, we're going to take communion. So I hope. Do you just want to know what's in the box? You sure you want to know what's in the box? We all give kids a hard time because they go, they never really value the things we buy them. The kids come down at Christmas and shred everything. If you're starting too close, you get end up in your boxers. So give them plenty of room. 
You know, they shred everything, everything. Then you find out some of your presents have been opened as well. Good thing you knew what it was. And we all go that there. In a way, we want them to be thankful because it has cost somebody something for it. Us, and God's given us, God supplied our needs. Thank God for it. But kids have got the right idea. They come down and they want, I don't care what's that box. And maybe Carl's professional wrapper. Here's a hint. She starts in January. Wrapping paper's only 10p a row. What do you do with 500 rows of wrapping paper? I don't know. You know what I mean? But the kids come down and they literally shred everything because they want to know what's in the thing. They want to know what's in the present. Everything what God has given us was in Christ Jesus. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. All things have become new. But if we don't renew this, fill our hearts with this, fill our hearts with the word, right? Then you'll renew this, right? We won't know what the new creation realities are and what benefit we have. That's even before Satan tries to condemn you and go, but sure you did this, you don't have, you can't with God. You're right, I can, but through what my Christ did, I can. Do you understand? All day long. So what happens is the benefits in the resurrection, the benefits in the cross, the benefits at the other side, God's covenant with his people. He made a better covenant. He didn't do away with the old one. Who remembers the old sanctuary? Have you seen the pictures? The old sanctuary. Who likes the new sanctuary? We didn't do away with the old sanctuary. It served its purpose. It served its purpose. But we got a completely new one, thanks to Chris and Barry and Ryan and all the people that helped. So there's memories, there's many memories in the old sanctuary and many memories from the roof. I love that roof. And um, love the rain from the roof too. God is so good. Do you understand? He made a better covenant, a better covenant that we didn't have to go, like the children of Israel had to do once a year, with an offering, with blood that only covered their sin, to get the priest, to actually send their prayers and all this. We, at any time, carry the presence of God, but if you don't know, it is stolen from you. And if you don't know God's character, if you don't know that he's loved, if you don't know he loves you unconditionally, if you don't know that he never changes, if you don't know he just, look at that cross, he nailed his son to the cross. I was going to show a clip of the crucifixion scene, but in wisdom, we sort of pull back a bit. If you get a chance, have a look at it. Well, we showed it years and years ago when it first came out, The Passion of Christ. The benefits of the cross were in Christ. And when Christ rose and the veil was removed, the, the grave clothes were removed, who's the heroes of the word? God the Father, God the Son, and Jesus Christ. But the key to the thing is, is you don't get the benefits of the cross until you open it up and then feast on the promises that are in. Don't you two go slimming on me now. They're sitting here, folks.
And that's not to turn away all you religious people think he's related Jesus Christ to the attentive heroes. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Through the blood, we are completely white as driven snow. His body was broken so that we walk and walk in divine health. And remember, everything is seed time and harvest. God, be it unto you according to your faith. This is not to condemn you. God, seed time and harvest, day and night, there, there can be a time frame. The word is the seed. You have to sow the seed. And when you sow the seed, which is the promise that doesn't change, it changes you from the inside out. And then it manifests in your life. Do you want to know the key to prosperity? Pastor John, Pastor Hillary, and, and everybody, everybody's done. Do you want to know the key to prosperity? Giving is a lifestyle. See, when you just give, it just comes back. It comes back. But we focused on that 10%. It's only 10%. We focus on the 10 We focus on this. All that church wants is your money. God doesn't need your money. You need the money. But it's our heart. And if God had to, after he created the world, had to actually form man out of the dust of the earth, or the earth, sorry, and then breathe the breath of life in him, God Almighty still needed substance. On this earth, he needed substance. What did he use to feed the 5,000? He needed the loaves and the fish. And if you pay attention and you go to the end of that parable, that wee guy needed to borrow a lorry to get all the abundance that was left because there was 12 baskets. And Jesus took it, thanked Father, broke it, and just kept distributing and distributing, and distributing, and distributing. Meanwhile, back at the face that is maybe sort of, oh, I don't have the money to this. Look, he loves you. He gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Right? Fine. But the promise of God is to supply all your need through Christ Jesus. He knows what you need before you even need it. He knew he needed saved before we were guilty. And we're all guilty before God. I'm going to finish now. Was that okay? Did you understand? We're going to take communion. And there's no ceremony in this. Holiness means faithful, means righteous, means just. And see if you know this now, your spirit is 100% holy and righteous as it is ever going to be. Right now. It's only our stinking thinking that lets us down. In the same way with the coin. Here's the coin. What's its true value? Your true value was that cross. God's greatest gift to, God's greatest gift to mankind was Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. But his greatest gift was re restoration of his family back to him. So now we're about to take communion. Ali and Valerie, if you can just share that out. And we're going to just show a wee clip at the end. It's only about a minute long. And you have been awesome. Was I 30 minutes or over? Over?
Isn't that rare, man? Real brethren over. That's me getting a kicking in the name of Jesus afterwards. Folks, thanks for the opportunity. I, I hope it... Uh, see, to tell you the truth, I love you enough. I don't care if you didn't listen, because I heard me. And I think it was great. Because it wasn't me, it was God. And... Um, if you just, there's a, I've said it before, I've said it so many times, um, we need to get them, I'll say to Pastor Karn and the eldership, there is a superb wee book, it's a wee pocket book, called The Blood Covenant by E.W. Kenyon. E.W. Kenyon died in 1947. He was so radical, and nobody under his church died under the age of 80 years old. He was so radical, all the big ministries that came from there, you might not remember them, T.L. Osborne, Kenneth, all them. When they actually went to Bible college or seminary then, they were not allowed to read his stuff. They had to rip the front and back cover off his books so that the teachers didn't know what they were reading. He has a superb wee book called The Blood Covenant. That book will completely change your mind and heart. He goes through Livingstone, Going through, thank you, Ali. Going through Africa. The um, brilliant, brilliant wee book. It's not that expensive. I really encourage you. We'll get them here, and then you can buy them in that way. That book just goes through Blood Covenant, showing you exactly how powerful Blood Covenant is. But it doesn't matter how powerful it is if you don't know what that promise is and what those promises are, and then act in that way to receive those promises. So it doesn't. So have we all been served? Father, you're just so faithful. And look for it every day. I know the world outside, it can be a wee bit, it's, it's getting a wee bit harsh outside and lockdown and stuff like this. You should do your advantage, like Tanya said. You know, become a better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. You know, or go down the rabbit trail and listen to or watch episode 420 or 223 of some box set on Netflix or Prime Video. Father, we thank you for this word and we thank you for this covenant meal and we thank you for your son and we thank you father for this bread let's just take that cracker folks we thank you father this was broken for us god said it i believe it that settles it you know it just came to my mind right now and I have to be obedient. Here's your COVID vaccine, folks. There's your vitamin, your daily vitamin supplement in that bread. Because his body was broken. <clears throat> and we'll just take this cup. that was deliberately poured out. This is a cup of the new covenant, our new covenant in Christ Jesus. One sacrifice, once for all. 
the cleanses of all unrighteousness. Folks, it's been a pleasure and an honour. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps in blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.